The Lord gave the word, and great was the company of them that published it. So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Welcome to the Know Your Bible radio broadcast that reaches around the world daily with the good news about Jesus Christ our Lord. I am your host, Bishop Fred A. Carwell Sr. Now lend me your ear, and let's go inside of Know Your Bible and hear God's life-changing word. Welcome to Know Your Bible. Today's message, God Chose Us. And now here is Bishop Caldwell. I want this to have a calming effect on all of you that are stressed out and trying to figure out about tomorrow. Hold on, this is the word you need. John 15th chapter and the 16th verse. Read with me, read. You have not chosen me, but I have chosen you and ordained you that you should go and bring forth fruit and that your fruit should remain, that whatsoever you shall ask of the Father in my name, he may give it you. You have not chosen me, Jesus said, but I have chosen you. And that is gratifying to me. Because it tells me that I'm not responsible for my future. That tells me that God made choice of me. That tells me that he is going to supply every one of my needs. That tells me that I will not be moved. Just like a tree planted by the waters... I shall not be moved. I have confidence in God's ability to do exceedingly abundantly above all that I may ask or think according to the power that's at work in me. I didn't just show up in this world and nobody knew that I was coming. You didn't just show up in this world and no one knew that you were coming. And see, people spend a lifetime trying to find out why are they here, who God is, if there is a God. So to all of God's people, the born again, the technon ones, the blood bought, the blood washed, believers in the Lord, here's a word for you. You are in God's hands. You are in God's plan. You didn't make you. God created you for a purpose and for a reason. So whatever is going on with you right now, I can declare based upon this word that it's all good. It's all good. It may not look like it, may not sound like it, may not seem like it, but it's all good. 
Because God made choice of us. That's what Jesus said. And he said, you didn't choose me. I chose you. Now, when did he choose us? This is deep. When did he make choice of us? Because the light is going to come on for a lot of you here today. So you can calm down the balance of your days and walk by faith and not by sight. Amen. To know that you were chosen, I was chosen. Which means then, it means to be picked out. Uh, It means that it's a personal choice. It, It means, now watch this. It didn't just get started on your birthday. See, that, that's the beautiful part about it. This started way back in the dim, known, past, way back yonder, before there was even an earth. Come on, talk to me now. You came here because God sent you here. Now, I'm going to slow down just for a tad. You, you're here because God sent you here. Let it let that marinate just for a minute. Chicken tastes better when it's marinated. So when did all of these wonderful things happen? They happened before the foundation of the world was laid. Ephesians 1 and 4. Let's move. Got a lot to share with you right quick. Because I know the devil is beating up on some of y'all. And you already complain, I can't do nothing right. Why are you going to say all that about yourself? Just chill. You know, God is able to make you stand. So Jesus said, you did not choose me, I chose you. So I'm talking about chosen. God made choice of you. In Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 4, the Bible says, according as he has chosen us in him before the foundation of the world. That we should be holy, sanctified, set aside, and without blame before him in love. Without blame, yes, because there is now therefore no condemnation to those who are in Christ. Who walks not after the flesh, but after the spirit. Okay? And if the spirit of the Lord has made you free, you are free. You are free. And that freedom is an inside job. Oh, hallelujah. I don't know whether to run, jump, or shout. But that, that, that freedom is an inside job. See, happiness is a state of mind. Joy is a state of being. So you ain't happy if you don't think yourself happy. You have no solace and no, no, no comfort on the inside if you have no joy. So according as he has chosen us in him before the foundation of the world. Let that marinate for a minute. Jesus said, now, you didn't choose me, I chose you. That you should go forth and bear fruit and that your fruit should remain. Mm -hmm. Now, having this understanding that God, amen, knew us before our mama named us. Ah! Before my dear named us, God already knew us. Which means then, That God's primary purpose and plan for us is for us to be with him forever. See, we are in a place called time, but we came out of eternity. 
And in order for us to come out of eternity, God knew us and assigned us as a sperm in our daddy's loins. And we were released in our daddy's womb. And that's how we got into the earth realm. But we're here for a purpose. And I know a lot of us have gone through a whole lot of changes down through these years trying to find out what am I living for? Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Trying to find out why are we here? We're here because the Lord sent us here. But he had to put mom and daddy in the earth realm as a stable vessel for us to get here. Because before we were a sperm, we were an idea. So before the foundation of the world, say that back to me, before the foundation of the world, God chose me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, all right. Now let's 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 do this. Go to Jeremiah, chapter one. Let's go to Jeremiah chapter one because we need to we need to settle down and quit panicking and freaking out over things that happen because we are in the hand of God, and better still, we that are born again are in the body of Christ, and no man put us in the body of Christ. God did that himself. We were baptized by the Holy Spirit into the body of Christ when we said, Jesus, come into my heart. Now, right there, not only were we chosen, but when we called on Jesus, we were elected. Okay? Which means then that when we called him, it showed that we were chosen. Our calling him verified and validated that we were chosen. So when we called him, it showed that we were elected. So he sealed the deal with the blood and the Holy Ghost. And that seal is the Holy Ghost himself. The blood came from Jesus, which is God's blood, which simply means then we've been washed in the blood of the crucified one. We've been redeemed. And see, that's why Jesus came. He came as God in a body. And in his body was the blood of the lamb. It was God's blood for the redemption of lost mankind. So all those that heard the gospel or that will hear the gospel and come to Jesus, those are the chosen. Those that refuse and reject him, those are not chosen. See, many are called. Few are chosen. So when you call on Jesus, you prove that you are the chosen one. Huh? You, yeah, you're the chosen one. I don't care if your husband cutting up. I don't care if your money is funny. I don't care if your children gone crazy. You are still chosen if you are born again. And when you call on Jesus, it showed that you were chosen. And by choosing him, you were the elect. And can never be lost. You were sent here for a purpose. Amen. You were sent here for a purpose. And to show you wherever you're going to make your money. Wherever you're going to make your money. If you're good at it. That's a gift that God put in you. That's a gift that God put in you. So don't think that just typing or doing paperwork or this or that. You came up with that on. Baby you 
listen, without him, we can't do nothing. That's God's blessing right there for you to be able to make money to get bread on the table and do some tithes and offerings. Yes, you, you see how this thing falls into place? So before the foundation of the world was laid, God chose us. And we call on Jesus in this world when we got in trouble and it showed that we were chosen. And when we called him, we voted for him, we got elected. <laughs> Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Are you in Jeremiah? Look at chapter 1, verses 4 through 6. Then the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Behold, I formed thee in the womb. I knew thee. And before thou camest forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee, and I ordained thee a prophet unto the nations. Then said I, Ah, Lord God, behold, I cannot speak, for I am a child. It doesn't mean he was a toddler. It meant in the things of God, he had no basic understanding, so he didn't have anything to say. But when you look at what we just what Jesus talked about, you didn't choose me. I chose you and ordained you. That's a Jeremiah moment. And when he said, I sanctified thee, that's that word holy over in Ephesians 1 and 4. That he, we, we were chosen in him before the foundation of the world that we should be holy. That's sanctified right there. And without blame before him in love. So when you, when you look at Jeremiah, the Lord said, I formed you in the belly. Now watch this foreknowledge. I knew thee. Now, don't, now, now listen, everybody's running around trying to get somebody to know you. Stop in the name of love. God said, I already know you. He said, I know my sheep and my sheep know me. And I'm known of mine. And he who cometh to me, I will in no wise cast out. Well, you can't come unless the Spirit of God draws you. So when he drew you and drew us and is drawing other people, he has something for us to do. What? Tell somebody where you got it from. There's a barbecue place over there on Pines Road. When you go get the, the, the ribs and all that, I don't know if they're still doing it, but they used to say, tell them where you got it from. And that's what you call witnessing unto his name. Okay? So, when God said, I formed you in the womb. Now, now wait just a moment. He formed him in the womb? Yeah, that means Jeremiah had a daddy. That means Jeremiah had a mama. That means they had intercourse. That means God knew Jeremiah before he was put in there. Am I right about it? And when he was put in there, God was in there with him, forming him. See, we are wonderfully and fearfully made. All our members before the Lord are numbered. So God says, listen, before I formed thee in the womb, I knew thee. And before you came forth out of the womb, I sanctified you. See, we, we have to understand right here, this ordination more or less is the same basically as an anointing. 
And see, when, when, when we have to understand, I'm not the only one in here anointed. Every one of God's children are anointed. What are we anointed for? We're anointed for service. We're not here to serve. Now, let me move on. He says, now, I ordained thee a prophet. Now, wait a minute. Hold everything. Jeremiah hadn't even heard nobody preach. That's why he said, Lord God, I'm a child. I don't know what to say. But God said, listen, I ordained you a prophet. So, Jesus did not know who Jesus was. Until he got a hold of the scriptures. He was found in fashion as a man. And he humbled himself. And became obedient unto the cross. Obedient unto death. Even the death of the cross. Right? So. He found out who he was. When he stood up in Nazareth. And declared the spirit of the Lord is on me. He's on, he's on me. Because he's anointing me to what? Preach the gospel to the poor. We don't, we never will. It is impossible for us to know who we be missing Bible study. <laughs> You're not going to get there. We got to have the word to explain to us who we are, where we came from, who our papa is, where we're going, what is our future, can we be lost, all that is already done. It's already done. So God says, listen. Before you got in your mother's womb, I knew you, and I ordained you a prophet to the nation. I had no idea I was a preacher. Selling dope, doing all that other stuff out there. See, now, now, now watch this. Everybody's trying to be politically correct and watching way every word out. The reality is this. If you have not been a sinner, you ain't saved. And if you're not a sinner, you can't not be saved. We ain't just a bunch of good people trying to do good. We were born in sin. Hello? But we had to get into that position because Adam and Eve fell. So they couldn't have no holy child. That was only ordained for Mary, the virgin, the mother of Jesus. That holy thing that shall be born of thee shall be called the son of the highest. Mama ain't had no holy thing. Mama had a sinner. Huh? So we had to go through the process in order to be born again when we realize I'm born the first time, but this ain't working. I need a power higher than I. So in the foreknowledge of God, before Anything was made. He chose us. That boggles the mind. But let me move on. What about Moses? Go to Exodus. We have Moses and Abraham and Jeremiah and the Apostle Paul for illustrative purposes. For us to understand that these men were also called before they showed up. <laughs> before they showed up. Okay? Man, that's gratifying. That is gratifying. When we hit the wall of sin, we called out. Other than that, 
If we had another escape for another day, we escaped. Until we got to the place where there wasn't nowhere else to run. Lord, I come to thee. Uh-huh. That's what happened. Okay, are you in Exodus? All right. Let's look at the life of Moses briefly. Chapter 2, verses 1 through 6. And there went a man of the house of Levi and took a wife, a daughter of Levi. And the woman conceived and bore a son. And when she saw him, that he was a beautiful child, she hid him three months. And when she could not longer hide him, she took for him an ark of bulrushes and daubed it with slime and with pitch and put the child therein, and she laid it in the flags by the river's brink. And his sister stood afar off to see what would be done to him. And the daughter of Pharaoh came down to wash herself at the river, and her maidens walked along by the riverside. And when she saw the ark among the flags, she sent her maid to fetch it. And when she had opened it, she saw the child. And behold, the baby wept. God pinched that child. (laughs) And she had compassion on him, And said, this is one of the Hebrews' children. Now, what better way to get into the heart of a woman than to have a baby crying? Now, you know a woman can't stand that. Come here, baby. The baby cried on cue. It was like in Hollywood, okay? Lights, camera, action. God pinched the baby. Uh And then when he pinched the baby, now all of a sudden, you know, Hear Pharaoh's daughter, oh baby, oh baby, let me hold you baby, baby. All right, now watch this. God sent Moses. God sent him because God knew that his people would be in trouble. As a matter of fact, better still, even back in Genesis, the 15th chapter, when God was talking to Abraham about his seed being in bondage in a land that was not theirs for 400 years. Now, God didn't call Moses' name there. No, no, ma'am, no, sir, he did not. He just said that he was going to send a deliverer. Am I right about it? But see, even Abraham did not know the name of the deliverer. There are some of y'all right now in the lives of other people that God is using to help straighten them out and to strengthen them. Amen? And they never knew that they would even meet you. When we understand we're dealing with the God of eternity, we can calm down because he can't lie. Oh, no. He said, I'll never leave you, nor will I ever forsake you. Didn't he, didn't he say that? That's Hebrew 13, 5, the latter portion. Now watch this. Okay, so, so, so the Lord allowed Moses to be born. It was devastating at that time because, you know, it was, it was bad in those days. But nevertheless, if you take a look at the same chapter, verses 11 through 15, watch this. And it came to pass in those days... When Moses was grown, he was raised in Pharaoh's house, right? And it came to pass in those days when Moses was grown that he went out unto his brethren and looked on their burdens and he observed an Egyptian smiting a Hebrew, one of his brethren. And he looked this way and that way. And when he saw that there was no man, he slew the Negro and hid him in the sand. 
And when he went out the second day, behold, two men of the Hebrews strove together. And he said to him that did the wrong, wherefore smitest thou thy fellow? And he said, who made thee a prince and a judge over us? You hear that judge? And a judge over us. Intended thou to kill me as thou didst kill the Egyptian? And Moses feared and said, surely this thing is known. Now when Pharaoh heard this thing, he sought to slay Moses. But Moses fled from the face of Pharaoh and dwelt in the land of Midian, and he sat down by a well. Now, now, now listen to this. Moses, chosen by God, end up in a basket. So don't tell me that God don't have preachers that are sometimes basket cases. Um, sorry that got out that way. I didn't mean for it to just run out like that. But, you know, God can use a basket case. Okay? Because his anointing can never leave you. His anointing can never rise up off of you. And if you sin and you confess your sin, see, sinning doesn't make you no longer a child of God. It breaks fellowship, not sonship. Am I right about it? Because the anointing that you have received of him abideth in you. That's 1 John 2.27. So you, you, you have to understand that God, listen, we have known the preachers to fall. We've heard all that. Today's message, God Chose Us, FC 2671. FC 2671 is now available on CD for only $10 and it may be purchased by calling Know Your Bible at 318-938-1885 or you can mail in your request to the Know Your Bible radio broadcast 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana 71119 or email us greenwoodacres at comcast.net Now the question is, will I do his will There is power, power, wonder-working power in the blood of Jesus. The power in the blood of Jesus on the cross at Calvary is God's resolution to the redemption of every lost sinner forever. Today is the day of salvation and now is the acceptable time because tomorrow is not promised. So believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved in your house. For whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord Jesus shall be saved. Jesus said, come. The Father says, come. The Holy Spirit says, come. And I say, come. You need to come now. Now the question is, when will Jesus return? I was the chiefest of sinners, Paul says, and so say I. I called upon Jesus over 46 years ago and he answered me, came into my heart and brought with him the gift of eternal life. And he'll do the same for you if you call. Say these words to Jesus. Say, Jesus, I believe you are Lord. Come into my heart. I believe that God raised you from the dead. 
I accept you now, Lord, as my personal Lord and Savior. If you said those words, and if you mean those words, they are recorded in the 10th chapter of the book of Romans, verse 9 through 13. Welcome to the household of faith. Much, much love to you. Hello, this is Bishop Carwell, and this is the Know Your Bible radio broadcast. The world needs Jesus now more than ever before, and you can help us to reach the world for Jesus Christ. I ask for you to pray for what the Lord will have you to do as it relates to financial support toward Know Your Bible. And then send your gifts of love to Know Your Bible, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. That's the Know Your Bible radio broadcast, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. We also welcome your prayer requests and your praise reports. So until we meet again right here on Know Your Bible, you pray for me and I'll be praying for you. And guess what? We'll all be prayed for. Much, much love to you.